Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to Lucy's Week in Ambridge. Well, it's getting weirder, isn't it? There was a moment in the week before last where I thought, yeah, okay, fine. Yep, I can deal with this. I'm quite enjoying it. And then it just went entirely mad last week and now I'm frightened to turn on my radio again. We began the week with Lillian whinging because Emir, Aziz and Ruby were shedding the pounds and she was stacking it on like a Tesco supervisor refilling the Andrex shelves. The lockdown chunk is real, people. Justin was... What was he doing? There was a strange zhuzhing noise accompanied by gentle splashing. So he was either brushing his nails in the washing up bowl or we were in the bath with him, either of which seemed slightly unnecessary. We also made the horrifying discovery that Lillian lays his clothes out for him. I mean, I know some men like to be infantilised, but not Justin, surely. Particularly as what she was laying out was a burgundy velour tracksuit. Who is this woman and what has she done with Lillian Bellamy? In revenge, he sent her an emoji with no teeth. I had no idea there was a Les Dawson emoji. But then I don't use the bloody things, to be honest, because I'm a grown-up who can use proper words and doesn't need to colour in my text messages. Justin then mowed the lawn, which was fascinating, and ended up with Lillian shouting, Result! This was like someone who'd never met either of the characters before writing the script. Justin would not dream of mowing his own lawn, even if his gardener had the most corona of all the viruses. Justin would still not touch a piece of garden equipment until the lawn looked like the Wyoming prairies, and even then he'd just sell the house and move rather than get his hands dirty. And Lillian would not shout result any more than Jenny Darling would be likely to use the phrase cheeky Nando's. In the next monologue, Lillian cackled evilly and referred to Justin as droopy, which tells us two things. Firstly, that this whole setup works better if you imagine that the characters are listening to each other's monologues and responding. And secondly, although droopy, tells us rather more than we needed to know about their lockdown life together, it does explain why Justin's spending all night on the internet and she's upstairs in a polycotton slip-eating black magic. Then we moved on to Kate and Jacob, which astonishingly came as as a relief. Uh, Yakult was doing the downward-facing dog right into the camera, which Kate found distracting as she ended up giving instructions straight to his Moolah Bantha. They both mused to us while watching each other wave their chakras about. Kate is in a feud with the yoga opportunist Fat Lucy, a name I am taking very personally. For the record, I have never done yoga in my life. And Jakob seems to be enjoying lockdown, having a lovely time smelling, telling small children all their animals are going to die. There was then a brief hiatus when Kate lost her Wi-Fi signal because Peggy was downloading WWE's Friday Night Smackdown and another when Hilda Ogden tried to put a rodent down Kate's yoga leggings. Kate went 
batshit in a not very zen way and claimed it was because she was frightened on Peggy's behalf. Kate. Peggy has survived a world war, an alcoholic spouse, watching her husband die of Alzheimer's and having Jenny, Lillian, Alice and you in her family. I think she can cope with a field mouse. I think she could cope with Godzilla, to be honest. And the big plot line shock horror never saw that coming is that Kate is perimenopausal. Didn't we know that about two months back? However, this allowed the scriptwriters to pad out another five minutes with an intimate description of Mandy Beesborough's menopause symptoms, which took place largely in the back of a loose box. Jacob took it all very well, though. Not that he had much choice. Even Kate came to realise after only what seemed like two days of thinking that she didn't have a great deal of choice in the matter. Thank God she wasn't still with Toby Fairbrother. He thinks perimenopause is a friend of Fat Paul. Anyway, Jacob said he was astonished that Kate felt he might only value her for her reproductive abilities. I should think it's much more likely that he values her because of her ability to wrap her heels around the back of her neck. But what do I know? Quick change of scene over to the Staples where Lillian announced she wanted to go thundering around the Hassett Hills. Sounds like she needs to stop thundering to the fridge and back to me. But while she was there, we whizzed back to the Dower House where Justin was talking to someone called Tinny, who was, I don't, I don't care. I don't care who she is. Everyone keeps saying skinny Tinny, which is making me think of Trini Woodall, that Botoxed loony fashion woman with the goggly eyes. So I imagine she's advising Justin to ditch the knee length and go for a more nipped in waist. And we ended with a brilliant and genius idea that was destined to shake Ambridge to its flabby core. Kate has decided to offer yoga for the hot and the cross. No one else will be doing it, she said. I googled it. 11 pages of menopause yoga providers and I didn't even spell menopause right. And most of them give you a special goodie bag, probably with a candle in it that smells like Gwyneth Paltrow's arse. Kate's won't. Oh, Kate, you may have well-formed biceps, but your thoughts can barely heave themselves up out of the primeval swamp. Once she realises everyone from Fat Lucy to Joe Wicks, I do think it's great to know that he fits in all that exercise along with his building supplies company, is doing menopausal yoga, she'll be hot flushing like a thermal lav and smoking rolled up menopause patches. I think the scriptwriters have lost the plot, if indeed they ever had one. Fingers crossed for next week, chaps, eh? The end. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.